the Dragonlance Nexus is proud to present the Dragonlance Canticle. Greetings, friends and fellow companions, and welcome to a very timely special episode of the Dragonlance Canticle. I'm Trampus Whiteman, and I believe that white mayonnaise-based barbecue sauce is an affront to humanity. I'm Chuck Martinell, and I've been on this podcast for like 13 years, 14 years now, and that's probably the grossest thing you've ever said. <laughs> uh, I'm Ed McKeel, and I actually lived down in Louisiana and Mississippi, Al- uh, Alabama area where that's from, and yeah, it's still gross. <laughs> and that's it for tonight. That is our cast of characters. Uh, folks, tonight's episode is going to be just a little different than what we normally do. Normally we have a little bit of banner, talk about what's going on with us, and then get into our topic. Uh, tonight we're going to get straight into our topic um, because of the timeliness of this and the importance of it. Um, I'm going to put a disclaimer up front that the opinions expressed on this podcast are that of the individual contributors and do not necessarily represent the Dragonlance Nexus. There. So, um, do one of you guys want to go over what the big news is, or do you want me to? And, uh, you definitely can. You're, you're, you're the godfather. Start it up. <laughs> All right. So, a few days ago, um, there was a um, announcement about a filing of a lawsuit. Uh which included Margaret Weiss under her parent, co- you know, under her company of Margaret Weiss Productions, and Tracy Hickman as an individual um, against Wizards of the Coast. Um, according to the uh, according to the um, uh, lawsuit filing, they were in the process of writing a new Dragonlance trilogy. Book one had been written. Uh, it's called Dragons of Deceit. Um, book two was uh, well in, in progress, uh, Dragons of Fate. And book three, which is unnamed as of this time, was in manuscript form. And the editors at Watsi killed it. And this is a very broad overview we'll get into more specifics here um in a second but uh the i don't think it's fair i don't think it's fair to say they killed it i I think it's fair to say they won't um, prove it no matter what uh, right yes it i and um yeah i that that's more accurate uh basically they will not accept any more manuscripts changes anything um, which effectively kills the project. Now, uh, the lawsuit argues that this was a sign of bad faith. They had made this agreement. Um, they had gotten Penguin Random House to agree to be the publisher. Uh, there's a train in my background. Thank you, Timely Train. Um, but Basically, all these things are going on, and part of uh, the language of this was um, 
you know, they there was something like 70 pages that had to be rewritten um, to sound more inclusive. Um, <clears throat> and yet after that, it's after they had made those changes, it still uh, was not accepted. Well, you're um, jumping around a little bit. Yeah, I'm all over the place. So maybe it's time to hand it off to one of you guys. Can, can I just can, before we start on this? Can I just say one thing? Can I say yeah. one thing? Is that okay with you guys? Yeah, I told you so. I told you something was coming three years ago. I told you something was coming two years ago, and even last year. Ha! <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and and I hate to say it, we're right because nothing's coming. Ha! Maybe. Maybe. Well, now hold on, hold on. This is not this is not necessarily new. We have treaded this territory once before that I know of. Um uh, and that is with Dragons of a Vanished Moon, if I remember right, and this was nowhere near this level, mind you. But if I remember right, um there were some blocks in the way and they had to um you know negotiate and such to make it happen but it almost looked like that uh book was going to be killed and correct me if i'm wrong here um but that's how i remember it that's before my time you're, you're not wrong so <laughs> well thank you <laughs> so I, I will say this they started as per the lawsuit they started in good faith writing the novels in 2017 three years ago um and you know we've been reporting on this for the last three years they've had their secret squirrel meeting at wizards of the coast joe maginiello did his movie script and they also was attended a meeting and they discussed this at conventions, and it was on, of the understanding that they were on non-disclosure agreements with a number of other Dragonlance creators. So it was a real thing. And now we're in this predicament of how are we going to get Dragonlance? But I feel like, Chuck, do you want to bring us around to the beginning? Or to someone? Well, how so? Well, we we said we start here in 2017 when they when they entered an agreement with Wizards of the Coast to start writing, and they were also giving. Uh, I believe they also brokered a licensing agreement with, as you mentioned, uh, Penguin Random House. Uh, which would mm -hmm. also have guaranteed probably gaming content if I'm not incorrect. Is that right? Mm, I I don't know on that. They and like finished, as you mentioned, the first novel. Right, because gaming content, what has traditionally gone on in fifth edition, uh, where other companies are concerned, they have had um, Green Ronin and uh, Cobalt Press write books for Wizards of the Coast, but it has been under the Wizards of the Coast banner. Um, you know, very similar to what happened with the uh, Dragonlance campaign setting back in 3.5. Um, so if 
a gaming book was to happen, it would probably be under that banner. Okay. You know, um, and, and one thing I want to caution against, because I, I know many of you out there who are listening are feeling hurt. And, you know, this is not the first time that we have felt hurt because of a disagreement between Weiss and Hickman and um, Wizards of the Coast or actions or inactions that Watsi has taken. Um, they own Dragonlance, and we need them if we want Dragonlance to move forward. But, you know, we also need Weiss and Hickman and many, um, many of us um, consider them to be the quote-unquote parents of Dragonlance, even though there are many folks who um, um, who have contributed to it throughout the years, you know, but um, but it it's imperative that um, <clears throat> that we have both parties, you know, as well as Penguin uh, Random House in order to make this happen. Um, so, you know, I, I do want to be fair. And also, I want to say up front, too, that I would invite both Weiss and Hickman and Watsy to be on the podcast, but I know how this will go. They will both turn me down just because it's pending legal action. So maybe later we can talk about it. Um, and both are welcome anytime. Uh, but for now, let's hold off. So um, I'll turn it over to someone else. <laughs> All right. So you're done being the apologist for what Watsy now? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know when your when your name is on uh, the Dragonlance Nexus, you know you you want to tread carefully. You know, it... you know I, I don't tread carefully when it comes comes to stuff like this because the fact that, as you said, it's my opinion. It's not not the Nexus opinion, but overall, this whole this whole case is uh, looks like Watsy really really screwed up. I mean, they don't, they don't have a light to stand on. I mean, you look at what they did. So first off, they 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 start with the whole process of approving a con an agreement. You know, hand whatever signed off on an agreement. We don't know what the agreement says for exactly, but we know it's an agreement between the two parties to write books over a period of ten years of one book per year, which Correct. means more more than just one trilogy. That means ten books. Yes. But Weiss and Hickman will control control the books with input from Watsy. It's pretty fair right there. Now, after we get through that whole agreement, Weiss and Hickman go on their own. They go to Penguin Random House. Or is it Random Penguin House? You had it right the first time. <laughs> yeah, no. the, the Random Penguin House is at the zoo. I mean, we got Random Books and Penguin Books they combine together. So... Um, but they go there, and, and Weiss and Hickman do a separate agreement there. So they have an agreement to deliver to the book. Now, the book company has an agreement to pay Watsy then, uh, basically the upfront payment for, for the rights to print the books. 
Watsy is supposed to be in turn to pay pay Weiss and Hickman the money. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, we start out with this whole start with. So the book publisher pays Watsy the money. Watsy then hangs on to the money. Who knows what happened to it? Went down some wait, black wait, wait, hole. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry to interrupt. I, I thought I thought Tracy Margaret did get an initial payment. It's all held by the defendant, according according to the legal document. Okay. All right. Continue. Sorry. So so like in the legal document it says the defendant still holds the payment. Okay. And and maybe I misread that, but that's that's No, no you're I, probably right. And and to be fair, to get to a federal district court, it, even if it is in the state of Washington, the lawsuit has to be over seventy thousand dollars. So it could just be for that first payment or whatever. But yes. Anyway, yep. continue. Um, so they had the first payment. Weiss and Hickman go through the process of writing the book. Uh, both parties sign off on the book. Both the publisher and Watsy sign off on the book. They go back to put the book back into, you know, uh, Weiss and Hickman go back to the book publisher and say, all right, let's get that next payment to Watsy and we'll move forward with the book. And that was in January. And that's when um, the book publisher said, Okay, sounds great. We'll get it. We'll get it there, and nothing happened. So not nothing's happened, and right there is your first clue that somebody has tipped off the book publisher that something's not going to happen. I mean, what book publisher gets a finished manuscript of a of a book that's been signed off by all parties, and decides, well, we're not going to print it right now. We're not going to send payments so we can make money. Because this book, it's like sitting on gold. Yeah. I mean, you you know that's going to be a best-selling book because mm-hmm. the fans of the genre are just that strong yet. People want to read this this stuff yet. And I know that's I know for some people that's like really people want to read Dragonlance. Really, I don't want I got 190 books. I don't need a new book. Well, boohoo. I mean, 30 million copies have been sold. Of Dragonlance or more. Well, and the thing and, is, is that for all the fans out there who do read Dragonlance, um, you know there are there are some who are avid readers who read everything, but there are a lot that just stick with Weiss and Hickman and maybe one or two other authors. And you know, if Weiss and Hickman write it, you're going to have those people there. Uh, so just getting back to what we were, where Chuck was going, they didn't make that second payment. And so the thought would be that Wizards of the Coast was communicating with the publisher without talking to Tracy and Mark. That was the allegation in the lawsuit, I believe, correct? That is correct. And it has to be because where, where would you, how would you not make that payment as, as, as a business person? You get the finished product. It's approved to go to print. Why would you not take the product you signed off on, the other party signed off on, and then pay the money so you could print it? <laughs> There's a huge disconnect right there. Like that's a huge red flag. Like somebody talked to somebody right there. There's no way around it. No, no, nobody in the business of making money would turn this down. Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense, but you know, part of the part of the whole process in there too uh, was a change in editors. 
That didn't um, happen till till last summer, though, Trampus. It happened in June. So we're talking in January. The, the the months of the year, you know, you have January, then six months later we had June. I know we're in 2020. It still feels like March. I, I have no idea what out. month it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's another thing is Tracy and Margaret were still acting in good faith and still writing the second novel through all of that. And so they they had a transition in in June, like you said, they lost the the two first first editors, or whoever um, titles they had, and they got a new a new team to help direct them on the book. And um, the right away, the person uh, Nick Kilman comes out with a four point bulletin, basically of things that need to be changed, which which results into massive hours and hours of rewriting. Who knows how many pages? Because we only get the one rewrite of seventy pages. There's probably another, you know, could be hundreds of pages that were rewritten from the story from from what was directed. So you've got Margaret and Tracy acting on good faith right right here, doing what they're asked. They come to an August meeting and basically um, are told by Watsy's lawyer, uh, Mr. Martin, that. It don't matter what you do, we're not going to approve it. I probably used fancier lawyer talk than I did, though. Yeah. Well, there was also a, a number of things that occurred with Wizards of the Coast through the, through last summer that put some egg on their face or poo-poo on their nose, however you want to say it. Uh, apparently, one of their artists was, I guess, released for racism and conspiracy things i'm not going to get too into that because we don't go too far into politics um there was another mm -hmm. employee that was let go um that potentially it also has his own lawsuit against the company and then on top of that we have this fun editor who is also a little shady you can read that in the lawsuit and i'm not going to go too far into that but that information is there a, a little shady I'm I'm trying to be polite, Chuck. I understand, but I, I I you know we I've been polite for a long time about these topics, and it's 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 like I don't know when when you read the the excerpts of 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 what he's written, I wouldn't want him to touch a novel from a well definitely not not from anybody who's a a teen or younger uh, work ever. I wouldn't want him around my children. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I wouldn't want them around any um, books involving Kinder. Yeah. Um, so, and I know some of the things that was uh, that was brought up by this individual, uh, Nick Kelman. Uh, what was he thought? Some of the names were 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 bad. I mean, if you look at Dwarven Gully Dwarf names, they they can be. I mean, some of them are named some silly things because of what a Gully Dwarf is. Kender names can be silly as well. Um, and I know they did mention that they, they want to get away from using love potions, which is legit, okay? Um, because love potions have now, and they, they should have a connotation with potential for, for abuse and rape allegations. And so we do want to get away from that. And that's fine. No one's arguing that. Margaret and Tracy made those rewrites. They, they did their job. But it yeah. didn't really matter in the end because in the end, um, the the team from Watsi um, decided that 
they were just never going to approve what was written. It didn't matter. And the big thing here is what happened was by them saying we're never going to approve it, that's when they start their breach of contract. In fact, their lawyer says, we're not going to sue you for breach because we're never going to approve it. So start it, so it starts right there. Because according to their agreement, the Watsi has 10 days to get notes back for them to make changes if they reject a, man, uh, reject a draft. And by, by saying we're never going to approve a draft, um, they're also not acting in good faith. That's a breach of contract. So let's uh, let's move that's from two there. of them right there. Yes, and let's move from there. In the fact that they did file in the state of Washington, which is where Wizards of the Coast is based out of. But here's the deal, and and oh, there yes are more. No. Say again. Yes, no, I, no. I realize the LLC is in Delaware, but the lawsuit is mm -hmm. based in the state of Washington, and apparently right. the contract comes out of Washington. And so what that means is. Washington has very astringent contracting laws to the point where they have it in their contracting laws. I'm looking at it by the Washington State Supreme Court. They have an implied duty of good faith and fair dealing, which means that a duty of good faith and fair dealing is implied in every contract. The duty requires the parties to cooperate with each other so that they each may obtain the full benefits of performance. However, this duty does not require a party to accept a material change in the terms of his or her her contract, etc. But when you talk about good faith contracts law and you talk about breaching, then that will look poorly upon Wizards of the Coast. And and it's not yeah. just that. They're also they're also getting hit with tampering. Yeah. Cause that's that's Ooh. the third that's the third thing is with Wizards of the Coast is being accused of tampering with the book publisher. Yeah. And so, like, when they talk about this kind of law, it's like you're supposed to have good faith, fair dealing, and all parties are, are expected to cooperate with each other so that they both may obtain the full benefit of that performance. And when Watsi is doing these things, then a judge is going to look at this. And I don't, I mean, I'm not a judge, I'm not a lawyer, but if you want, you can go on YouTube and there's several lawyers that have totally analyzed this and have mentioned that it doesn't look good for Wizards of the Coast. I mean, the, the big thing is Wizards of the Coast has, hasn't responded at all. So we, we, we don't but know their side of the story. Sure. Right. But, and, that, uh, and that's fair. Go ahead. Side, but but in, in, in regards to this, though, how, how do you respond in a way? Because the way the brief reads that was submitted wizard of the coast has very low credibility they, they hire shady individuals they have bad practices they've been in battled by different scandals over the last few years well it, uh, it, no, what's frustrating to me what what's frustrating to me is this is a company that um, talks about inclusivity and diversity, and those are laudable goals. You know, you you want this, but then you hear about some of the stuff coming out, and you're just scratching your head. Well, and, the thing though, 
And maybe it's left hands and right hands, honestly. Well, and the thing is, we, I mean, it's not every employee at Wizard of the Coast is shady. It's not every person working there. It's their practices. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then another thing we have to be cognizant of is Wizards of the Coast is owned by Hasbro, which is a multi-billion dollar publicly traded company that is going to be weighing down on Wizards of the Coast for their mistakes. And we don't know. I mean, they could have just been like, kill everything for now because you guys are messing up so bad. We don't know the whole story. And you're right. Not every WOTC employee is bad. No. But it just looked poorly on the company. They had to put, they had to, they made a public apology uh, summertime. That, that went over like a lead balloon. Correct. Like they were roasted on social media. So it is what it is. I get speechless sometimes. I don't know. But there is, there is, <laughs> I was going to say that, that there is hope here, though. I mean, I know a lot of people are looking at this like Dragonlance is dead now. There's no, no chance Dragonlance is coming back. But you have to read what, what Margaret and Tracy want. And, I, and I've, I've heard people saying, like, well, they, they just need to know when to walk away. The, the setting's done. They no. disagree with you. They disagree with you. I mean, they're the creators. They don't think it's done. I don't think it's done. I think it's got as much life in it as you would like. But one of the things, they're, they're not just asking for money. The, the, nope. the money, it looks like it's, it's big dollars to, to, to me. It's but $10 not, million. Not, dollars. That's not huge money for an actual. No, for any of know. these companies, that's, that's like a, you know, a drop in the bucket. I mean, Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not small potato. It's it's not t- tiny potatoes for Watsy, but it's it's something to get their attention. But the other thing they want is they want the books to be re- released. They want the agreement to be upheld. And that's classic, yeah. right there. Yes, it's, and you know this is referred to um, in this filing as uh, their capstone project. You know, I have to think this is a love letter to Dragonlance fans, and. You know, to have their work just brought to a halt like that, that's that's got to be heartbreaking. Um, I can only imagine. And and the fact that they're trying to get this published still is classy to the extreme. And really, what I think we all want is for them to be published. Um, and it was noted uh, at one point that uh, this lawsuit, you know, which which the filing itself is public knowledge since it's going through the court system, you know, but it was uh, leaked to a few uh, journalists and that's how it came to our attention. Um, And I tell you the day it came to our attention, it was everywhere. I I saw people on YouTube making videos faster than I could blink. You know, Ian world uh, was, uh, reporting on it we're reporting on it you know and Did you really uh, go to Ian world before we talked about our own social media no <laughs> yes you did no i didn't <laughs> i mean i checked to see if they had anything i'm just teasing. Uh, i'm teasing go ahead you know and maybe if my job was to run a site in a little publishing uh, business, I could have it up a little quicker myself. But uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it, it was very purposely put out there. And the reason for that is to um, get the fans 
backing this, you know, and I know everyone at home is there probably like, er, I'm mad, you know, and heck I'm mad too. I, I am. Um, but I also am seeing, uh, this larger picture, the, the long game, so to speak, you know, where they're working towards getting these books published and maybe it wasn't quite when they wanted, but, um, I would like to believe that the, it'll happen. I, I think it's going to happen, uh, whether or not Watsy wants to do it because of public pressure. I mean, a company that faces a backlash, um, that's that's not good, especially after rolling off. They just got done doing dealing with one that's not been really resolved. So now you got another one rolling here where, where you basically have thrown two two of your, your beloved authors, two of your most well-known, respected authors under a bus and, and, and gunned it. And like, well, it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter what happens to them. We, we don't need them. But in, in real reality, you, you do need them. I mean, whew. you're right. And then the thing is, is like, you know, Tracy and Margaret, they obviously Dragonlance was the first set of modules that were released by TSR back in the day in Dungeons and Dragons in, uh, in concert with a series of books. Now, since then, like multimedia things, you know, that, that it's commonplace to a degree. But back then, that was, uh, that was the, the new frontier of gaming and, and, and fantasy fiction and, and all of that. And these guys were, have been there close to the beginning. And oh, they, they are revolutionaries. They, they have taken... A setting, you know, they did the first real adventure path. They did um, multimedia, you know, we're talking novels, we're talking gaming products, calendars, video games, everything. Um, you know, they they changed the dynamic. Tracy is largely responsible um, for, you know, not solely, but largely responsible for having RPGs have more of a story focus. You know, we have all these modules now that have a lot of story to them, which is great, but it wouldn't be there without Tracy. You know, and I kind of go back here to um, to the War of Souls. And the reason I do is this is around the time that Watsi has um, uh, purchased TSR. And so you got Peter Atkinson, who's at uh, Watsy. What? And are you, are you having a senior moment? Yes. Ninety-six, they purchased TSR. And right. Two, right. they were that ninety-six. What was Dragons of Summer Flame? Oh yeah. Two thousand two, Hasbro purchased out Watsy. So anyway, senior moment. We're, we're over it. Anyway, I, I was <laughs> trying to be very vague and not go into specific dates, but since you went I'm, there... I'm trying to be factual here. We, we, we are a Thank prestigious you. Dragonlance podcast. We're right, the continue, only... Continue, anyway. Continue, <laughs> anyway, when Peter Atkinson was looking at D&D, one of the things he said is, where are all the people who made these settings great? You know, and so he started talking to like Weiss and Hickman and 
Salvatore and all these people who had really had a lot to do with making these settings great. And he was trying to get them back in. And that was smart. And from that, we got War of Souls, and we had a lot of healing with Dragonlance, which it really needed. So now here we are fast-forwarding 20-plus um, years, and it's like they have totally forgotten that lesson. You know, you need Weissen Hickman to have Dragonlance and have it be good. And who knows, maybe this capstone would have been enough that they could have set it up to where um, they could pass the torch to another generation. Because they're not going to write Dragonlance forever. Although I do have plans to clone them, but that's beside the point. <laughs> I mean, it really comes down to now is what what, what can we do next? What, what's our next points that we can tell people to do? What, what can folks do to help the situation? I mean, the one thing you cannot do is burn Watsy headquarters down. Don't do no, that. No, no, don't do that. But yeah. That, what what you can do though is is contact them through their customer service. Let them know your your feelings. That's you can also that's contact one, one them on social media. I'm sorry. You can also contact them on social media. They have multiple Twitter handles that are easily accessible. Hashtag free the Dragonlance. <laughs> free Dragonlance. Hashtag free Dragonlance. I, I'm telling you, I spent the last 72 hours more on social media talking about all of this on our multiple hooks of Facebook, Twitter, um, and whatever, what have you. Uh, really just trying to get the word out and and telling people and engaging with folks. And of course, you know, if you Facebook, I always find, is a little easier to deal with, but Twitter has their own type of fans, and and that's fine, um, who are passionate in different ways. And uh, But regardless, it's out there. People know what's going on. And But we, we need your help. You need to keep sharing, retweeting, uh, sharing our Facebook posts, um, and going ahead and reaching out, like Chuck said, to their customer service, to their Twitter handles, to their Facebook handles, and say, hey, this sucks. Do something about it. And and don't just do it once. Do it. Set, set a weekly reminder. Correct. Because I'm, the, I'm right. that guy. Yeah, I mean, don't, you know, whatever you do, don't, like, personally attack anyone or be mean or anything like that. There's too much of that in this world these days. But, you know, a lot of the WotC folks are on Twitter. And so you could tag um, uh, Jeremy Crawford and say, hey, man, we would love to see some Dragonlance. Hashtag free Dragonlance. And, you know, you could go to Watsi's website and contact their customer support and say, we really want to see Dragonlance. Go to your, um, you know, your preferred uh, social media of choice to your groups. Uh, and if you're an old fart who still uses... Um, forums uh like me um then you know mention it on forums um heck on top of that get some friends interested in dragonlance now's a great time buy them a copy of chronicles and you know set them on a path to adventure and then when they see that and get enthused you know let them know what's going on and and but, to go with that a little bit 
Trampus, just jump in here when you said buy yeah. a copy of Chronicles. Um, you can also buy a copy of Chronicles Legends from Margaret herself, and she will sign them. Um, I oh, went today. Yeah. I went today to support Margaret. I own Legends. I own my own original set, um, but my daughter's been reading it, and I I decided, you know, I would like to support Margaret any way I can. So I bought a set of three books from her. And mainly because my daughter keeps borrowing them and then losing them, and then I have to find them. It's like a kinder in my house. <laughs> ah, it, it, now we understand. <laughs> infiltrated. Um, but I decided, you know, I want to give her a copy, and I just asked Margaret if she could just do a brief, like, just quick message to her because I bought her originally a, a trilogy of Chronicles when she was a baby. Um, my daughter, not Margaret. That'd be really awkward. <laughs> um, so time but, travel there, Chuck. <laughs> but well, that's one of the things that you know you can support her by by buying those things from her, um, and 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 sending her just a brief message. I mean, you don't have to don't ask her what the trilogy was about because she can't talk about it anyway. Um, and that'd be a great future podcast for us. Yeah, and I do hope we can uh, talk about that soon. You know that. The, the thing is, keep talking. Do not let this die down and put out that hashtag free Dragonlance. You know, we um, we we want to see this. We want to see um, a Dragonlance RPG again. You know, we love Margaret and Tracy. They're wonderful people. We love their writing. Um, and Watsi has done a tremendous job with the D&D 5th edition roles. We'd love to see Dragonlance for that role set. And, you know, all of us here at the Dragonlance Nexus, we are going to be here to support Dragonlance. And um, we just want to say we love you all. And, uh, you know, please, please join us on this because, you know, because of our love before, um, back in the early 2000s, we got the Dragonlance RPG. Um, you know, it, it was partially due to um, the work of the Nexus and the fans, their their excitement that um, Sovereign Press got the license to uh, Dragonlance and 3.5. So, um, you know, I have to believe it's possible with enough voices and enough love to, um, you know, to make this happen. It's also and not. That, go ahead, Chuck. Sorry. No, you go ahead, Ed. I've interrupted you four times tonight. No, you didn't. I interrupted you. Go ahead. I, I forgot what I was going to say now. <clears throat> I was just going to say that it's, it is also all right to be angry about this, but don't, you know, just use that constructively. Yes, if you don't want to have love for Wizards of the Coast, that's fine. But oh, yeah. just remember that, you know, if you want more Dragonlance, most likely Wizards of the Coast is going to be the one that has to play ball. Okay, because I don't foresee them. I don't know. I, I realize some people think that maybe Tracy and Margaret potentially could get the rights, but I don't I don't see it happening. No, Who knows? they won't. They yeah, won't I, don't, let it well, go. I don't think so well, either. It all comes down to this agreement. I mean, they might get the rights for 10 years. This is true. Regardless, they usually still have to play ball. And so 
it, it's better to talk it out constructively than to say, I'm boycotting or screw Wizards of the Coast or blah, 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 blah. I get it. You know you what? Know? They, quite honestly, if you say, and here's the deal. I, I'm going to be kind of truthful here. Uh, I always say vote with your dollar, with your dollar, you know, and that, yes, there is a truth to that. But quite honestly, uh, I don't think there is enough people that say, well, we're going to boycott, you know, that it'll make that big of a dent financially for them. Um, and, and that's just me trying to be honest here. Um, but it's in the realm of uh, public relations. Um, their image, that's where we can affect change. And if, if you know, you all go out and say, hey, we want to see the new Dragonlance trilogy, that is going to have a greater impact, I think. That's why we use hashtags nowadays. Rock on. Hashtag free Dragonlance. <laughs> Ed, Ed, you never thought of making the social media. I mean, I've been more just engaging people and, and reporting the story more than just uh, I, I've, you know, I will say this: the Dragonlance hashtag is crazy active right now, more active than I've ever seen it. Uh, yeah, I mean, we we can do that. We can use that hashtag. I'll, I'll start using it this week. That's fantastic. Yeah, and. And, you know, just, again, be kind, folks. There's too much. There's too much stuff in this world where people aren't kind. Let's uh, just do that. So, anyway, um, I think we've rambled on enough about this. Um, From all of us at the Dragonlance Nexus, thank you. I I really appreciate it. Um, Once again, I'm Trampus Whiteman. I'm Chuck Martinell, and I support Wyson Hickman for president. (laughs) <laughs> yes. I'm Ed McKeel, and follow us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Dragonlands, the, at Dragonlands Nexus. And I love Tracy and Margaret, and we will have Dragonlands. That's all I got. We will. And folks, step into the Nexus. The portal to adventure awaits. Hashtag free Dragonlands.